0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: How's it going? This is Dan Kennedy with the Believe Podcast Network here in Los Angeles covering LA Galaxy and LAFC. Um, we've had a couple trial runs at this, but this is officially the number one podcast, getting it going, interviewing no other than Alan Gordon. Um Major League Soccer, super sub. I would argue that he is the best sub of of all time in Major League Soccer. I had the opportunity to go to Alan Gordon's retirement party uh, last week. Um, and it's, Gordo, I mean, are, are we really retiring? What's going on here?
0: Well, that was actually my third <laughs> retirement party. Um, and, you know, every year it gets better, to be honest. So I can't, I cannot wait for next year's.
1: <laughs> well geez I, I, I mean I, 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 I alarm yeah. bells are alarm bells are are, are sounding a, across the league when they hear that you're retiring because I'm sure your agent's still going to get a couple calls.
0: Yeah, you know, and I'll listen to them. You know, I'm just waiting for <laughs> I'm just waiting for one of the LA teams to come back after me. I'm just holding out. If that well, perfect happen, platform. perfect
1: perfect platform. Um yeah, former former Galaxy player, former Chivas U, USA player, obviously LA Galaxy have have struggled for the past two seasons since Bruce Arena departed, since you departed the team, really. Um, and LAFC come onto the scene in 2018, and I, th- I think they surprised a lot of people. Certainly surprised me. I mean, they put together a, a side that was extremely competitive, and if it wasn't for an injury to Mark Anthony K, I think they they would have had a better chance of making a run at, at an MLS Cup. Um, but just just give me your, you know. You're close to the galaxy in a lot of ways, Alan, and I'm interested to, to hear your perspective as someone who who loves who loves the club um, and isn't a part of it, uh, and, and just see what what you think of what's going on there and what they need to do in order to kind of right the ship.
0: Well, first of all, I mean, nobody thought that LAFC could be could, could have done what what they did this season. I mean, look at their roster; it's ridiculous. It literally is ridiculous. They, I mean, they Bob Bradley and the staff and and uh, Thorrington did a phenomenal job, in my opinion, of picking up you know some good veterans. I mean, they're they're outside backs are just solid veterans in the uh, MLS veterans. Steven Betaschauer, Jordan Harvey, they pick up Benny Failhaber, who's got ties with Bob, um, you know, and they they just keep going. They pick up a young you know beast of a center back. Um, Marcus yeah and and you know to your point uh, Mark Anthony K. E, uh, he was my favorite player watching you know watching this team I thought that he was kind of the glue and, and not to mention that they, they they traded for uh Lee Wynn who I mean it's just it's a ridiculous roster you know and you go to Christian Ramirez I mean they get you know it goes on and on. I mean, I've not, I don't see, you don't see many, many rosters like this in the MLS. Um, it's, it's crazy. So they were, they were really fun to watch. And I didn't even, I, I, I didn't even, I went through all these guys and I didn't even mention Carlos Vela, uh, right. Diego Rossi, you know, like, right. you know, right. they're, they're international and DP players. I mean, it's crazy. So, yeah,
1: I mean, um, really, really, they're, they're only looking at their roster. Their, their only miss of, of a, of a big signing was Horta. And he's, he's a young midfielder, 22 years old. He came on against the Galaxy at, uh, LAFC's, uh, home match versus, um, LA Galaxy. And he, he was the one that had the back pass from midfield, um, that led to the, the tying, tying goal. So it's just like a terrible start for him. And so I would even say that it's, it's yet to be, um, seen on if, if Horta's a, a flop or not.
0: Yeah. I mean, he came back in that game, if you remember, and he, he smashed one from like 35 out right. and it hit right. the post. You know, right. he, he almost right. went from zero to hero in, in five minutes. And I, that was sad to see. You Been don't there. want me to see, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I found, you know, you don't want to see uh, a young kid, you know, he, he looked like he was buzzing for the opportunity. He was ready. The crowd was fired up, obviously in a classical match. Um, you know, that was sad to see. Did, um, did so Chicago, Chicago travel?
1: Chicago. Did Chicago travel out to LA to play LAFC, or did you guys play them at, at, at home?
0: I mean, the the one year I played for Chicago, we didn't make either any trip to California, <laughs> not San Jose, not LA. They must <laughs> they must have, they must, must have
1: checked that when they signed you. As long as we're not going yeah. to LA, we'll be okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, not, that was a bummer. But um, I got a little sidetracked, you know, kind of on that team, it, you know, from an outside perspective, I, you know, and I am a, I'm a galaxy supporter. They're always going to be near and dear to my heart, you know, but I was, I was, you know, intrigued in this new team. Yeah, It's LA hard not to be a fan. Like, it's
1: hard not to be a fan of what they're doing. Right. For
0: sure. um, I they're doing it the right way, and, and that's great. You want to see a lot. You want to see all these teams uh, doing it the right way, spending money in the right places. Um you know, building teams that can compete with the, the Mexican squads and Champions League. You know, you want to see all that stuff. So yeah, it was great.
1: Well, that's 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 flip. Let's flip over to uh, LA Galaxy. Um, yeah. so you know, they go through they go through a club transformation. Give me your uh, overall analysis of of the twenty eighteen season.
0: Yeah, you know, it was it was a some big ups and downs, you know, um, it's always tough to watch. You never, I never want to see the galaxy, um, struggle. Um, but it's, it's just, it just feels like they, they've, they haven't figured out how, you know, that right balance yet, you know? And, um, I think a lot of that, you know, is, is some leftovers from, you know, 2015 season where, uh, galaxy got a little bit excited and, Pulled in all these superstars and, and big names, and and kind of missed on the on the balance of it all, um, you know. And and so it, yeah, it's been it's been tough to watch. But um, I mean, what a signing from Zlat or with Zlatan. Who I mean, I mean this, this guy. Is, this guy, he's my favorite player. I mean, I've I've yeah. never been like starstruck guy, but it, well, um, I, mean, it, guy, it, I mean, it is.
1: If, if Martinez didn't break the annual goal-scoring record this season, uh, Ibrahimovic would have been the MVP. I mean, what he did in his 22 games was was unbelievable. I mean, and, and then let's talk about – you, Galaxy, you, you said it. They, they, they didn't have the balance. But think about how many ups and downs they had, and then they get to the point where they're at home against Houston, who's in the basement of the Western Conference, and they're up 2 nothing at halftime. And you're like, dude, they've done it. They're in. No one wants to play them. They were going to be at LAFC sta- Stadium in order to play in a playing round game, oh. which would have been epic for LA soccer, man. Are you oh. kidding me? And then, and then it was like a, a complete overview of everything that's happened this season went down in the last 45 minutes of that match and Houston come back and win 3 2.
0: I mean, you said it. We, I was, I was getting ready to go out and play you know, our last match in Chicago. And we were looking at the scores. And we all said to each other, we all look at each other with big eyes. We said, galaxy did it just like you said. Yeah, right. 2-0. done. We come in from the game. Three, two. You know, guys, guys, I like it's, 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 I didn't get to watch it. But it's like, it was it was unbelievable. Like, even guys, that no, it was no. an epic,
1: it was a, it was an epic meltdown, and you just the the air was just pulled out of the stadium, and could it, it could have rioted. Yeah, it just it could have rioted so many wrongs. But you know, I called so many games of the Galaxies this season, Gordo, and this is what I would see. It was like things would go well, things would go well, and then something in the game would happen, and and the belief would just disappear, you know. Um, yeah. and that, that's just kind of what happened. And, and so talking about, talking about balance, you know, I mean, really what they've, what they've missed on, and this is what LAFC, LAFC did so well is, is these upper echelon signings that are typically foreign players. So Michael Ciani, um, yeah. you got Shel you got Shelvic uh, just going down, down the roster here. I mean, Perry kitchen com- comes back into the scene, um, paid a lot of money. Um, yeah. and then the, the biggest one is, is Giovanni Dos Santos. Um, and Gio is a good friend of ours, but the, yeah. the reality is like, you, you just, you can't in this league, you can't have whether Gio's hurt or at the world cup, or you can't have your, your highest paid player, one of the highest paid players in the league, not having an impact, like zero impact.
0: Yeah. yeah it's, you know, it's sad to see how his, how his, you know, MLS and galaxy careers kind of developed after like a blazing hot, hot start when he came on, right. I mean, he this guy was on fire, but right. well, he had, you know, he had
1: what, he had a double double digit scoring and assist season.
0: Yeah. But you know, this is, this is, I think that there was, you know, kind you know, if you, if you pay for a guy like that, I think there has to be some, some thought in your mind, how to build the team around him and make him better. Right. And I don't, I don't know if the Galaxy have done that. And what's happened is that geo has got left out. You know, and it could, Correct. some of it, I mean, you watched so, that's, so, so, so
1: let's shelf that for a second. 2015, he arrives in the summer, plays and starts 10 games. He has three goals, five assists. 2016, when we played with him, 14 goals, 12 assists, all-star season, and he was on fire. Like he, he went, and remember, he missed games. He was injured. Um, and he still had that type of production, but he did make 28 appearances, uh, and then 2017, 25 appearances, six goals, three three assists. And it, th- th- this was where, like, you kind of highlight building a team around a player. Um, well, I, I I do think you're you're spot on when when the the thought wasn't to build this team around Giovanni dos Santos.
0: Yeah, and maybe that was intentional, you know. But yeah. but either either way, you're still paying this guy, and you need him to produce. Um, I'm not saying that they didn't try to make it work, but when you bring in guys like uh, Kamara and Zlatan and um, Alessandrini, you know, Alessandrini... Oh, him and Alessandrini
1: are the same player.
0: player. Right. right. You know, I don't think that they complement each other. First of all, Kamara is a goal scorer that they had to play out wide half the season. You know, Zlatan is a goal scorer. Alessandrini's a goal scorer, even though he can do, he can do both very well, but really he's, he's out there attacking, trying to get goals. So right. it becomes like, you know, one of these NBA teams that doesn't have the right balance and they have just a bunch of scorers out there and, you know, right. somebody's going to get left out. And at, you know, at this time around, it was Gio, you know, and then, you know, so, so hey, let me ask you
1: this, let me ask you this with Ola Kamara, does so. So Giassi's artist goes to Columbus and scores twenty goals this season. Last mm-hmm. year, he was asked to play right back for the LA Galaxy. Yeah. And what, as a, as a forward, I mean, you watch both Giassi and you watch Ola Kamara play. It, how many goals do you think Ola Kamara would have had if he was in Columbus this year?
0: Same amount, maybe. You know, Same I'm not yeah. going to say system. more. It's a system, right? Right. It is the system. You can plug. I mean, I've talked to guys that have flourished under um, Greg Burhalter's system flourished, had the right, had career. Right. Well, Kai
1: Kamara should have, that, that he should have never have left. He, he would have been one of the all time scorers in this league. If he would, if he would have stayed there.
0: Exactly. And you know, he's, he's, he's good enough to where he's doing, he's doing fine elsewhere, but he would have, he would have been a superstar in Columbus. Right. And he would have been right. scoring 20 goals a year right now. Yeah. He's on like yeah. 12 to 15, but it is a system. That's a it's a it's a number nine uh, gold mine. Yeah, well,
1: like what would a guy like want to do there?
0: Unbelievable. But you know, you take no credit away from any of these guys. You still got to score the goals. But yeah. you know, I'm really happy for Jossi that he went there and got into a system. So you know, you, you got to question, you know, the coaching in LA Galaxy. You know, you, yeah. you have they found the right guy? So Obviously, if if, like if you're
1: yeah. So they, so Pete, Pete Viennes gets pushed out. Now they're going to hire a general manager and a head coach. Um, do you, what, I mean, if you had, if, if you were making this decision, uh, what steps do you take? I mean, are you going foreign general manager, foreign domestic head coach and why?
0: Well, you know, my feeling is, is this, is that I've, I've, I've looked at, I've, I've kind of seen the the new influx of uh, foreign GMs, and while they might be brilliant at buying and selling players overseas, the the rules are a lot different here in the MLS. So you got to have a guy that understands the league. You look right. at you know uh, the the new guys that have come in the Col- Colorado GM, Podrig, mm-hmm. the, the um, San Jose, San Jose, you know, and and these GMs. Sometimes it's going to not saying that they're not going to be able to do it, but they struggle at first and they sign players that they know from overseas that come over. They're, they're, they're a lot they're more expensive. Um, But it hasn't worked out. San Jose had a, had a dreadful year. Colorado Rapids had a dreadful year. So I would be really cautious of who I hired overseas to come over. Um, You, you know, and then you look at a guy, you know, and these GMs are just a lot more successful that know the league, know the rules. Um, you know, I would be spending all my money if I was the galaxy to get Greg Berhalter to come to my team. Right. You know, and, and, and
1: he's probably going to end up with the national team. So who and, do you hire?
0: And, and I hope he does, but you know, there, there's, there's Greg burholder's not the only name out there, but I mean, you look at Chris Armis has done a great job. All, you know, negate the last game, Um, but he, he stepped right in and he was comfortable with the league and he's done a fantastic job. Jesse Marsh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of guys out there. I, I I didn't, I don't blame the galaxy for hiring Ziggy. I thought it was going to be a good hire because he knows the league and he knows how to build a good winning team in the MLS. It just didn't happen. I don't think that Ziggy, um, you know, and this is just, what I hear, I, I don't think that he was able to handle handle the personalities that that comes with being the galaxy head coach. You need somebody that can handle egos, um, that can handle superstar players. You know who was really good at that? Bruce Arena. Yeah. Until it yeah. got well, and and
1: I'll, I'll, I'll interject. I would say that Ziggy would have had a better chance had he got Siani and Shelvick right. I mean, there's no question this team had goals in them. They just leaked goals, and if if they would have I mean they spent 1.6 million I think between the two of those players annually and if they would have put those funds to use in a better way then Ziggy would have had a better chance of of staying on
0: You're 100% right because the re- you know, results
1: you get you get a little momentum and it's a hell of a lot easier to manage big personalities
0: Well that's right you're Dan, you're, you're absolutely right and in this league you know that your your money doesn't go very far and if you miss and on some of your big signings, on that on that money, you are really behind now. Because if you're missing some important spots, there's not the the backup guys that are making the same amount of money with the same amount of quality that could step in and play for a team like the Galaxy. Now, right? I think right. Daniel Stairs is is a great player, you know. And I, you know, I didn't I didn't get a chance to see him play a lot this year. I think he w- he could, you know, he's a good starting back in this. You know, we call him Steady Eddie. You know, I. Yeah, I yeah, like the role player. You, you get yeah, someone you get next it. to him
1: that has range yeah. and and he, he is he is good enough for sure. He's, he's very yeah, enough. I mean not but in Dick
0: 2016 kind of he
1: was steady Eddie.
0: For sure. For sure. So, if you miss on a couple of signings like that, yeah, it can make everything look bad. So, I'm not I'm not, you know, coming down on, you know, Ziggy as his coaching or whatever. If you miss on No, I guys, I think
1: that's just I think that's just a real a realistic analysis though. Is that's how that's how how small the margins of error are in this league is if you get two marquee signings wrong, it doesn't matter how. I mean, it, it's actually going to expose your uh, your weaknesses or a, as a coach, you know. So that Ziggy exactly. may have never ran into the whisper problems of he can't manage the locker room had he got those two signings right
0: for sure. And then um, you look at the okay, side, well, yeah, that's that's
1: uh, not not to cut you off, but that's that's moving to the playoffs. All right. Let's move into the playoffs. So right now, right now we're we're (laughs) we're gonna be here all day. We're gonna be here all day. So we're gonna we're November 27th. Um we just finished week one of the conference finals in which Portland hosted Kansas City and Atlanta hosted the New York Red Bulls. Um, you know, my pick, my pick, Gordo, was that the Red Bulls would beat Atlanta, which they still could do. And that Kansas city would be through on the West and it would be a hosted final in Red Bull arena. And um, I, I, when I watched the Red Bull game back, cause I couldn't see it live. I was in disbelief on how they went about their tactics for that game.
0: You and me both, buddy, you and me both. And I've been talking to guys around the league for two days because <clears throat> it's, it's really sad. I feel, I feel bad for the players, And the, and the, and the Red Bull fans, to be honest, because listen, if you have, we're talking about system, right? We were just talking about Greg Berhalter and how amazing his system is. You know, you know, that probably I would say amongst the players, the guys that I've talked to the most, um, you know, the, the team, the two teams that these guys like the most, the players is Columbus crew and New York Red Bull. Guess why? Right. Because identity. they have a system, you know how they're going to play, and they stick to it. And I respect that so much. I've played for too many coaches that change tactics and change strategy every week in and week out, and you don't. And then you don't have an identity. But I mean, Red Bulls created probably one of the most unique and uh, noticeable um, identities. In the you know in in MLS history, you know what they're going to do, you know it's unique. They went young. They traded away. By the way, they traded away Sasha Kleschen and Dax, Dax McCarty in the in the right. in the later part of their peak of their prime, you know because they had they a go system. for
1: pressure. All they care about is pressure. That's and it. And then they dropped off. And then they well, you know, off. so we I, I called a couple games for Fox in in Atlanta this year, and they, it was mid season in July, and uh. It, Portland went there and sat in that shape and shell and just got pummeled all game and, and hit them on the counter and, and beat it and beat them or tied them. And then I saw Seattle come and do the same thing. And so I think Red Bulls just over looked at the the results that Atlanta didn't get at home and said, oh, those teams went and sat. And well, Portland's kind of created this identity where, dude, they can sustain some serious pressure. And then they have Valerie who can just pull something out of the hat. Um, but yeah, I, I still, that's got to be, uh, I, 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 Armis, it was, for, for Armis, it was, um, I'm sure it's a humbling point. I, I don't think Jesse Marsh ever makes that decision. I think Jesse is so um, strict on his beliefs that he would never back down, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
0: um, so so now- point For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so now, I mean, the, now they go back to Red Bull arena and I just, it's hard for me to believe that you're going to hold Atlanta scoreless. So now you're gonna have to go score four or five goals.
0: Yeah. That's it. You know, I thought I was, thinking- yeah, so I, don't,
1: I don't see the way forward for New York Red Bulls.
0: Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, Hey, if any team can do can come back from three, three goals, it would be the, it would be the Red Bulls, but you got a guy on right. the other side in Martinez, who, yeah. not many teams have kept him off the score sheet. And, and not a lot, you know, needless to say, uh, Al Marone and Villa Alba and right. all the other guys yeah. he got. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. Be crazy. crazy. It's crazy. It's close to impossible, as uh, Robles said in his interview after the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And well, and not to mention, I mean, they, they it, at 70th minute. It was one, it was one, nothing. And then they had the, they had in the 56th minute, I think it was, or 53rd minute, they had the VR VAR incident where the man was uh, blocking Guzon's vision and was off sides. And so it could have been one, one. I mean, talk about uh, just, just the ga- a game of inches, but the thing flipped at the end and then they gave up two late goals and now it feels like it's out of touch. Well, well, we'll see. Um, go ahead.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you're going back to, you know, their philosophy, when you when your philosophy is to play young kids, you know, some sometimes yeah. they can may they can they can play young. And yeah, if you're down yeah. amateur if you're performance down goal, is what
1: we texted about.
0: Right. If you if you're down a goal 70th minute, hey, let's lock this down and, you know, and, and go back home down a goal and we'll be all right instead of, right, you know, panicking a little bit getting a little disappointed. Yeah, they looked
1: a little, a little, especially after the second goal, it was like, oh, it's it's over now. Yeah. And it wasn't. And it right. came again. Totally. And now it's totally. over. Now it feels to me, it feels like it's over. Um, okay, let's talk about Portland and, and Savarese. I, I, I don't know what what the result was when you played Portland this season or, or what their performance was like. But um, I, I sat down with Savarese in, in July and interviewed him and you know, you can see he's a charismatic guy and, and and kind of just getting guys to believe into his system. I think he's more of a, a player's coach than maybe Caleb Porter was. Um, and this team is uh, I mean, you look at their roster and they have some like they have some firepower, but they sit back and they they, they they'll defend for their lives.
0: Yeah, it it does look like they are a team that's playing for their coach. I would agree with you. I don't know the ins and outs of that locker room either, but you can tell. You can I mean, you can you can look and if you've been in a locker room, if you you've, you you've played under a coach, you know uh, what guys look like if they want if they'll do will be willing to do anything for that coach or if after a first goal, you know, they kind of throw their hands up in the locker rooms in disarray. You know, this team this team is fi- I mean, chara let I me. Mean, this guy. Dude, well,
1: that's I had highlighted, dude. I, Ch- Chara and De Guzman are a pretty nasty little they're, pairing in field.
0: They're nasty, dude. Ch- and, and Chara's doing it with a smile on his face the whole time. He could be my favorite. I mean, he's been one of my favorites for a long time, but you know, he's <laughs> he is a beast. He's one. He's one of my. He's little, but he's throw. He just yeah. doesn't give yeah. up. He's a little pit bull. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So they got the grit. Um, you know, I would. You know, they got. They got the quality. Although I didn't, that was the one thing from this game I didn't see. I didn't see Valeri getting on on the ball enough. And Yeah,
1: they seemed dangerous on set pieces, and that was it.
0: Yeah, and if they want to win, Valeri's got to do something. Because Blanco's, he's he was probably their best player offensively, um, you know, but he just didn't have the, the you know, he didn't have the, the quality on the night. He does have the quality, but... Um, you know, Valeri needs to show up if they want any chance of winning because Casey's going to be tough to beat at home.
1: Dude, the, I, the, you know, this was for me when I played one of the toughest places to go and get a result was in Kansas City once they built that new stadium. And and Vermees, dude, another guy that I actually thought, you know, Vermees should be a serious consideration for the U.S. men's national team. I mean, this guy is after after talking to him. I mean, I wish I had the opportunity to play for him, like motivator to the max, but also like straight up with you, no, no BS. And, um, talk to him about, I talked to him about the Benny fall hybrid trade to LAFC. And he was like, you know, with Benny, I knew I was going to be able to get one more year out of him. but what was best, you know, like, do I trade him now and Benny can go get a two-year contract. That's probably better for Benny. And if I can get something for him now versus I'm just going to leave him late next end of next year, then might as well get something for him now. And that's the conversation he had with Benny and, and that, I mean, dude, talk about an ideal situation where you're at a club and the head coach is, is effectively the general manager and anything that he says goes, he has the power and you can go and have a conversation with him and not worry about, um, you know, the consequences of, of that conversation. If someone else is making the decisions, um, from a player's perspective, I think I think Vermees has is, is done a, a great job with Kansas City. Uh, our boy Timmy Timmy Milia just killing it in goal. Um, talk to I mean, as a forward, what do you, what do you think of Tim's performances over the last three years?
0: Unbelievable, unbelievable one of the, one of the one of the best uh, stories. You know, right. you don't see it. You don't see it a lot. It's kind of like a Wanda a Wandalowski story.
1: Right. Right.
0: Like I, I remember him in the galaxy locker room in, you know, 2010. After,
1: after, after being cut from the uh, Chivas. From
0: Chivas, you know, and that's not something you want to put on your resume. Trust me. Right, um, right. But, you know, for him to come out, you know, I didn't even know how good Tim was because they didn't know. Yeah, that's really that's, that's goalkeeping, here. right?
1: Yeah, that's right. But that's that's goalkeeping. I always say that people are like, oh, is this guy good? Is that guy good? I'm like, honestly, if if you think a kid is good or good enough, he, he's going to need thir- he's going to need a full season. Yeah. And then after the full season, he's going to need to get his feet on the ground in season two. And then about midway through season two, you're going to start understanding if you have something or not.
0: Yeah, he's just one of those like fantasy late fantasy football pickups that change your change your entire team and you win and you win the championship because right you know they didn't know what they were getting they were trying to just fill in a spot and the guy comes in and he's an animal i mean he's been well i
1: I, i i have trained with a lot of very good goalkeepers and honestly there is none more explosive than Tim, yeah. like this guy, and 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 you know, he he. It's not like he hasn't had injuries. He has, but man, this guy is still just so powerful, and that's what you saw in the save he had to his right against Portland. It just so simply makes it. He explodes up, picks up the ball, and instead of deflecting, it, he's able to hold it.
0: Yeah, that was um, uh, he was he was posing a little bit for the for yeah, the, yeah for know, the cameras, like, but you gotta respect that, Alan. You know what I mean? Come on, that's
1: yeah. like it's like you know you you guys score your goals up top, and then you go take your shirts
0: off and yeah. swing them around like helicopters, and you know goalies, you get a chance to make a save. You gotta you gotta get some camera <laughs> gotta in gotta there, get some camera time. John Bush was classic for that. But Anyway, <laughs> um, you know Tim Timmy has been fantastic, and going back to Vermees, you're absolutely right. I can't believe I didn't mention him when when it comes to systems and longevity um he's definitely one of those guys
1: so who do you like in the Kansas City Portland matchup
0: i i can't i i literally i cannot pick against kc at home yeah, I, I can't because they me they too. were pretty conservative in that game uh and it's interesting right it's it's the possession team versus the counterattacking team so yeah, yeah hey, literally yeah. any anyway, no I, I,
1: that's why i think portland's going to get a couple sni- sniffs at it they, you know they're going to get a couple will. opportunities of course
0: they will but but you know, I give the edge to Tim Million goal. And so yeah. that's, that's what swings it yeah. for me. I think he's going to come up with some big saves that he has to yeah. come up with. And, and Casey is ultimately going to have, you know, have too much of a dangerous flurries and get one in the back of the net.
1: So you got a KC a at Atlanta final on uh, December 8th or 7th or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In Atlanta, um, you know, and then- well, that's going to pop off, man. Are you going to go? I mean, if I if someone will pay me to go, let's, go. let's go. I'll meet you there. Let's, let's do it yeah. again over some. Beer. We'll be
1: we'll be hitchhiking.
0: Uh, sure. um,
1: that, that actually be that would actually be a decent uh, a decent documentary is Alan Dan Kennedy Alan Gordon hitchhiking to the MLS Cup. I'm down meet you. I'll meet you. I'll meet you in Colorado. All right. Um, all right, buddy. Well, listen, dude. Great, great to have you on. Um, I, I look forward to having you on again and I'm sure for the for the galaxy fans and 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 those uh chivas fans that are now laFC fans it'll be nice it'll be nice to hear your voice um wish you the best of luck pal uh, i can't I, i'm still uh, I, I will not believe that you're not playing in 2019 until uh until that season kicks off and you don't you you don't have a team or cleats on or something I just, um not but dude if 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 the retirement is here man what what a career dude i mean I know you didn't score any goals on me, but you, you scored a couple of important. <laughs> uh, <it's>, <laughs> how many goals did you score on me? Seriously,
0: I, I mean at least. I only, saying, if, I only remember if, one. I only remember one. If any listener out there listens to this, if they if they can come up with the correct number of how many goals I scored on Dan Kennedy, I will send them a jersey, and I will have. <laughs> uh,
1: that's great. Well, it shouldn't be too hard to. Uh, to uh to google and sort out but well, i mean i, I don't literally only had, remember I you don't scoring if, one goal
0: i don't know if they had video when we were playing back in the day <laughs> <laughs> no, kidding.
1: no kidding um all right buddy well listen pleasure having you on again this is uh the believe uh believe podcast network uh, of los angeles and and we're looking to to give you some insights of of the la galaxy and lafc so this is the official first uh interview and and happy to get this thing rolling gordo you're the best man all right. Have a good holidays and I'll, I'll talk to you soon.
0: You too, buddy. See you guys.
1: All right, buddy. Best man.
0: Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.